Yeah, hello? Yeah, I can hear. Alright, cool. Thank you. Alright, my name is It's my brother You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, the whole Instagram, social media thing, I don't even do it. As you can see, I ain't got no profile picture up there. But my brother was like, yo, hit up Chris Child. I was like, he ain't gonna respond to me. I was, I was the first account to hit you up. Yeah, with, with all the I shit. Wasn't, I wasn't really, you know, I don't really do the social media. My son uh, got me to, you know, do that. He's, you know, linked it up, whatever. And then I was like, you know what? Let me see what's happening as long as it's positive. Yeah. Respond, but, you know, the neg- even the negativity, I'm just breaking down to him because a lot of people on you know, they're talking nonsense. It's fact. I feel that. That ass. <laughs> so I just, I just, you know, lace them with facts. And then after that, they calm down. Because all they want you to do is, you know, confrontation so they can say something crazy. Nonsense. If, if you want, if you feel like, you, you would say four other words if you want. This is, this is a podcast. It's not no radio. So be free. Say whatever you want to, you know what I'm saying? Come to mind. But, uh, I'll do that anyway. All right, respect, thank you. respect. <laughs> Yo, you give me um, I'm from Queens. You give me Queens vibes. You, you like bad, laid back, and chill. <laughs> well, I got like my couple of my partners is from Queens when I was in New York. Okay. Shout out to Larry Brown. He's from Queens. Shout out to Larry Brown. What's his name? What's his name again? I, you know, I, I'm, just, I'm always chill, man. I, you know, that's until I'm on the court. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We know that. <laughs> facts, facts. We're going to get to that later, though. All right, man. But, yeah. So, how you doing? Like, how, what's, how's your life going? What, what are you into right now? I know you said you was training. Do you, like... Yeah, I, I mean, everything's good, man. Just, you know, retirement, getting back into the, you know, giving back to the kids. Okay. You know, that's what I like doing. You know, teaching the young kids uh, basketball, life. Spreading uh, the knowledge. You know, just 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 giving back to the, the community. That you know, young kids need something positive to look forward to. So I try to give them that. It's, it's only right. Dope. You do any like um, AAU coaching or like training or anything like that? Well, I train. I train kids now. I do private sessions, but I've been uh, debating, and they've been trying to get me to put together AAU team and I might do that next year but okay, dope. I might go down to Arizona and uh, help my son who's starting his own program so we'll see what happens okay nice dope well let's um, let's get into um, the NBA right now a little bit man like um, is there any players that stick out to you right now like who, who's your favorite player of the current players right now I still follow the game. Who, who, who game? I'm going to be a nigga till I die. You know, that's All right. That's what's up. That's what y'all... That's what... Baby, what do you mean? Shut up, man. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. You can sit down there and say... So, hopefully they, they get some stuff turned around, you know, with, the, with Barry and uh, uh, Smith and Knox uh, I think Robinson is a big guy. Yeah, I like the boy Robinson. That's the block machine. Yeah, we just need some other pieces of the puzzle, but I mean, it, the, the league is in good hands. Man. They got, you know, talent on, on every team, you know, with the Warriors doing their thing. Uh, you know, I, I want to see how Harden and Westbrook come together and then Durant. Yeah, facts. You know, went, went over
why that was, you know, Master Square Garden is the Mecca. So, you know, he, I guess he wanted to go over there with Kyrie. But it's, I mean, it's a lot of time. I like Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Uh, you know, I like his game. Uh, I mean, it's just a lot of time. He got a lot of leadership. That's why you like his game, because you was a natural born leader. He just, he keeps getting better every year. Adds something to his game. And then I, I forget. I don't know why I can't forget the glove or the claw, whatever they call it, Kyrie. Oh, Kyrie? Yeah. You know, what he did to leave from San Antonio and go to Toronto. Oh, Kawhi, the claw. The claw, Kawhi. Oh, Kawhi, Kawhi. Kawhi. You know? Yeah. So he played both hands of the court, but people don't talk about that uh, enough. But you know what? I've been holding this saying I do want to talk about something basketball. It's not Nick related, but I want to just put something on people's mind, put something on their brain. All right. Go ahead. Go. All right. You know how a lot of the uh, networks and the league talk about how the game has evolved, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so if the game has evolved, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the all-time leading scorer. Why isn't he the logo of the NBA? Mm. Salute. Why isn't Kareem Abdul-Jabbar the logo? Don't you think that the logo with that sky hook would be crazy? It would be, be beautiful. <laughs> it would be beautiful. Poetry in motion. Yeah. It would look beautiful. I can yeah. see it. I can see that logo. It would look beautiful. With, with the little goggles. And I have nothing against Jerry West, Mr. West. All the stuff he did, and they chose him. But if the game has evolved, and what that man Kareem did for the league, for the NBA, why isn't he the local? But you, you know, you know, Mr. Charles, like, 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 we, you, like, you, you, you asked that question. You, you call me Chris. All right, all right, Mr. All right, Chris. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> we young boys, you know, we brought him respect. But good luck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Chris. So, but like, like, you asked that question. But like we we know why uh, we, we know why, why why Kareem is not the logo. Kareem, the NBA don't really care for Kareem, but they have they have to deal with Kareem because Kareem is is Kareem. Kareem leads the. the I'm gonna I'm gonna say if if he was still Luau Sender, yeah. they might be a little bit more. You know what I mean? But even when he was Kareem, they, they, they you know it's, Kareem is very. Hold on, though. Hold on though. Yeah. Now, we talk we talk about the name or because it's religion, but Re- religion and just we him. A, we had a president named Obama. Yeah, but and another thing, remember, Kareem is is got a um, uh, he got he's known for being outspoken and saying things that that people might not want to hear, but it, you know, it's probably it's, just, it's it's what's on everybody's mind. Right. Even his UCLA days, he was he was he was he was down for the calls at all times. He never held his tongue. He's from Queens. Social media, people say whatever. You know, he's never said anything derogatory. He's never said anything to bring people, races, whatever. He doesn't even get in that topic. But what's wrong with supporting or believing in something that you strongly believe in? Because we always, we would all talk, you know, if you don't stand for nothing, you fall for anything. Right, right. So he stands for something. So you mean to tell me that you put that out there because of what he believes in, that he's not the local? I I mean, it's it's a good debate, but I just like to put that on young people's mind that, Let's start talking about this. We talk about all this other nonsense that goes on in the league. Well, now let's talk about something that can be positive. Yeah, right. Now I like that. Even or, or Jordan, one of them, one of the two, somebody. See, Jordan can be down and 
down the line. But I, I mean, I'm talking about maybe 20 years ago, or 20, even yeah, about 20 years ago, they could have did Kareem. Yeah. You can, you can say probably. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. You know what I, mean? I get what you're saying. Because yeah, because probably you could probably assume probably within five ten years of LeBron retiring, they're gonna probably start that logo conversation around him. Like, like it's it's, 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 gonna, it's gonna happen. Eventually, it's gonna happen. But I just it's been on my mind for the last three years that they talk about the game evolving, the, the uh, CBA, everything changes. Why yeah. not change the logo and give that man what he deserves? Some just do not stay woke, everybody. Stay woke. <laughs> nah, good. Nah, thank you. Thank you for bringing it up. Thank you. Speaking of CBA, in today's NBA, the player you was, what kind, what type of contract do you think you would have received in today's NBA? Yeah, I could have got eight seventy or eighty. All right. Being a two way player because I was guarding ones. Yeah, yeah, big fat. You played both sides of the of the court, right? Yeah, I yeah. Played both. I played both defensively. I, I played. I guarded twos. All right. That's why. That's that's. And, not, and, <laughs> and, <laughs> listen, what? Listen, we gonna get to that, man. She going real too fast. <laughs> we gonna get to all the. Yeah, Yeah, you were solid. When I grew up, I grew up, I was born in 92, so I grew up in the 90s. So, like around 99, like from like 99 to like 2001, 98, 99 to 2001, 2002, the, the Knicks jerseys I used to see was Ewan, Spreewell, Allen Houston, Larry Johnson, and Chris Childs. <laughs> and I'm not capping at all. These are like, this is the jerseys I used to see. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't, and at that time I wasn't really up on the game, but I, I always knew your name, you know what I'm saying, growing up. Like, yo, yo Chris Charles, you know what I'm saying? My, my brother was a diehard Knicks fan. Like, yeah, you had a lot of the OGs respect. They loved that you. was clear. That they was clear. You. Solid. You know, back in the day. That, that was, a, you know, I appreciate that, man, because I, I always played the game hard the right way and, you know, wanted people to, you know, understand what I brought to the game. Okay. But I also was, you know, out there in the community, which I thought was important. I used to see guys on the block by the garden shooting dice and whatever. I get out the car, I get tickets. Wow. You know, I was in Sue's Rendezvous, you know, Yonkers. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, I was just out there, you know, because, you know, you play this game and, you know, we, we are quote unquote stars, whatever. I never view myself that way. I'm just a regular dude that got a great opportunity and make the best of it. But you never know what it means when you, you know, treat somebody the right way because you never know when you might 
know, come in contact with them again. Definitely. I've mm-hmm. done that. You know what I'm saying? Cats that hit me and said, you know, I signed their shoes or their shirt on the ground. And I respond like, you know, it ain't no big thing. That's what I was there for, you know. I'm glad I can bring some joy to, to people. Yeah, treat treat people how you want to be treated, right? Absolutely. The humane way to do things. You touched on you touched, touched on some things I wanted to um ask you about. Like um what was what's some of the best parts about playing in New York that like aside from basketball? Cuz it seems like a lot of cats seem like they they come they, they stay away from New York because of media or pressure things like that. Like so can you like shed some light on some good things that New York got? For the players out here, the, the good, bad, and the ugly. Everything about New York is great. First of all, they named it twice: New York, New York. <laughs> second, second, the electricity. You know, the city, the the the, the, the energy, hustle and bustle, and the, the, the way people move is just different. And I know, I know a lot of people can't, you know, take the pressure of the media, but the media didn't bother me because. I'm going to tell you what I want to tell you. I ain't going to tell you what you want to hear. Okay. You know, when you're dealing with the media, and the good comes with the bad, bad with the good. I remember, you know, quite vividly, I don't remember the teams, but I remember when I got there, um, when me, Larry, and uh, Allen got there, Okay. those guys were the, the major signees. You know, I was a major one too because playing the point guard, but they was the ones coming in to score. And I came in like, you know, I'm coming in to get mine too. Yeah. So we get in the game, I hit a game winner, bang. Place goes crazy, you know, people on me or whatever. Three days later, I miss it. A winning shot, and they booed me for a month. Yeah, but you you're from LA, right? What part of LA are you from? Well, I'm from I'm from Bakersfield. It's it's uh in the valleys. All right, that's 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 still LA County, right? Yeah, no, it's, it's Kern County. It's like north of LA. All right, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, about an hour forty five minutes from LA. All right, all right. How was it coming up out there playing ball? Ah, uh, that was that was the start. You know, it was a start. You know, it's not like the major. Metropolitan cities, you know, like New York, Chicago. Uh, it was just grimy, man. You, had, you know, you're playing against older cats. My brother was a player, so he's nine years older than me, and I had to, you know, learn from him and go through him and all the older cats. So my goal was to beat them. So when I was like 12 or 13, you know, I knew I wasn't tall enough or big enough, so that's when I, you know, started working on my threes and get my shot up. Against older guys, but well, you you a career thirty four percent shoot, shooter, right? Yeah, yeah. I should have been. I should have been better. Yeah, that's still solid though, especially for back then. For the for that era, that's solid. Yeah, it was, it was, it was solid. You know, you you shoot between thirty five and forty five percent from the three, and you know, it was the ball. Yeah, right, right. 
I saw like you were eighty one percent free throw shooter too. What's what, what do you think is up with these guys nowadays? Like Lonzo and a couple other cats. David, David <laughs> Westbrook. I mean, we can say a couple big names. Like yeah. it's like they don't take the free throw or something as simple as that. Like it's serious, it's serious, but I don't know. They, they, don't, they don't got the art of it yet. I don't, I don't think it's them not being serious about it because. You know, those are free points. That's why they call them free throws. You know, they free points. When, when you get up there, and it adds to your average. But right, right. It's, it's just, you know, Westbrook and all those guys, I'm pretty sure when you get older, you start to do things differently, you know, before. It's you got to adjust your game, right? Say that again? You got to adjust your game to your age? Yeah, of course. Because, you, you know, eventually, you know, it takes over that you can't get up there as high as you used to, you know, take LeBron. He had to adjust his game. Yeah. You know, he was a high flyer, so, you know, now, he, you know, he's adjusted, playing in the post more, doing different things. So the older you get, the, the more you have to adjust your game, because you can't be a high flyer forever. Right. Could you talk about the pressure difference from you, you, you the game is tied, one second left, and you, you shooting a free throw compared to the time is running down and shooting the three? Is it, are those the same pressures, or is it is it magnified when you're at the line and you have those those, those seconds by yourself? Well, if you let it. If you let it. It's not magnified because I, I developed a routine, you know, since I was a young boy, uh, thanks to my dad, rest in peace. He uh, used to tell me, when you get up there, you got to get a routine. You get up there, just tell yourself, just like I'm in the backyard. You know, remind yourself just like I was a kid when I was in the backyard and I was knocking them down. So when I used to go to the line, I used to whisper that to, you know, to myself and they calmed me down and I didn't see people in the arena, people yelling, people putting up signs. All I saw was my mother's clothes line and the wood basketball court in the back of our house. That's when dope. I was at the line shooting free throws when the game was real tight. So we hit that shot in the garden, the game winner, that's what you was thinking? When I was a three, that wasn't uh Well, that's what that I'm saying. Wasn't a free throw. That was that was I think it was a three pointer. But you but it was just basically just remembering what I was doing when I was young. That's you was you still in your backyard? You, you don't you don't see the defender, you don't see the fans, all you see is the basket and what you saw as a young boy. Is, is that what you told Larry Johnson when you stopped him from celebrating after he hit the three in the playoffs against I told I told LG, I said, man, we just tied the game. Calm down. You got to hit the free throw. <laughs> being, LJ being the type of guy he is, our relationship was close enough that I can go up to him and calm him down and curse him out or whatever if he wasn't doing what, he, what I know he's capable of doing. That's how our relationship was because me uh, and uh, LJ and Oak, we hung out on the road a lot throughout Domino's on the dinner All right. and stuff like that. So we, we, we can communicate with each other on that level and not be phased by it and take it personally. That was posseed up. Yes. All right. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Larry Johnson, um, you know that the, the number one draft pick this year is Zion Williamson. When I see Zion Williamson, I see a lot of Larry Johnson. Do, do you feel the same way or am I like, that's just... Am I tripping? No, no, that's, that's, that's the same type of, that's assessment. That you get? Yeah. Nice, nice, okay. Same assessment I gave uh, when I saw the kids play. 
Yeah. Because uh, LJ didn't really develop, you know, his, that, that jump shot. Until he got yeah, man. Yeah. Larry Johnson was, right. was straight dunks, baby. <laughs> trying, to, trying to break somebody's elbow. Yeah, pure athleticism. Right. Oh, right, man. For this kid, Zion, man, I don't know. He's from South Carolina, too. Yeah. 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 Country boy. Yeah, yeah, he was big in ninth grade. <laughs> he been, he's been down like that since eighth grade. Yeah, I think, I, I believe it. He's a, he's, a, he's a big dude. He's a gift. Definitely got the gift. Hopefully, he could uh, you know, put together his own, you know, arsenal, his game because uh, they expected big things. Out a lot of from him, right? Okay. Which Nick rival did you enjoy? The most, the like the Pacers, Heat, or Bulls. Like, which which one was the most heated that you look forward to whipping their ass? Yeah, which one you got up for the most? <laughs> John Starks in practice one on one every day, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's my Cook's exclusive. Pink Cook's exclusive. <laughs> but nah, my, you know, Miami was the, the rivalries, old rivalries. You know, we had our battles with the, um, the Pacers, but. Uh, playing against Miami, we just did not like each other. Okay. You know, you say that in sports, you know, uh, I don't like this, but we did not like each other. Okay. Point blank, you know, the only person that had a friend on that team was myself and uh, Patrick. Because uh, Patrick, you know, Riley and all those other, the lines of Georgetown, but me and PJ played together in uh, uh, New Jersey. Okay. Oh, so, no, P.J. Brown, no. Yeah, we developed a, a friend. You know, I think I could just say we, I don't know, friends. We was teammates, but we got along real yeah. well. So, yeah, we were friends, but everybody else, man, I could care less. Yeah, it was, it was, it was forget you, war. In your mind. It was that intense when we played, because we knew. Each other, so well, we mirrored each other the way we played. Okay, right. Pick and roll basketball, down low to the big man. You know, the same type of game. Couple sharpshooters, they had Molly, we had you. Pat Riley, you just love. Riley, yeah, so uh, we mirrored each other, same style. So, you know, when, they, when, they, when we played each other, everybody knew what was going to happen. It was going to be a tight game. What about the Bulls? Hey, yo, Chris, what, what, what about the yeah. Bulls? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't as intense because, I mean, it was intense, but. You had your intense moments with the Bulls. We'll get to that, though. <laughs> no, no, we, we have intense moments. It was intense, but you can't really have a rivalry. If we ain't with it. Unless you got Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan. Yeah. Right. You know, we, we beat them sometimes, but it wasn't like that. We, Miami, we looked like, we didn't look like Chicago. Okay, I hear that. I hear that. You see what I'm saying? It's like looking in the mirror and, and being with somebody for so long, just tired of can't be around them no more. So that's what that thing was with the heat. Okay. You know, with the Bulls, they was just cocky and, you know, old boy over there was dirty, so. Who was the who, 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 who jump man? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, old boy. What's his name? Uh, Michael Jeffrey Jordan? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. 
<laughs> so, you know, speaking of that, you know, you are, 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 are immortalized for having, you know, these, these confrontations with the, the arguably the, the, the top two guards of all time. Both of them, one and two. One and two, two guards of all time. You had issues with both of them. Like, what's that? We that that fearless never back down. Like, what what caused these situations? Man, it's just, I guess you know, growing up, you know, where I grew up, and it didn't matter, you know, how big you were, who you were, whatever. You you got to break. Yeah. You know, and it's like growing up, and a guy beats you up. And one day, the next day, you're ready to fight him again until you get the best of him. <laughs> okay. You know, that type of mentality. So that was my mentality. And plus, you know, I play hard. I don't mind that. I'm getting, I know things happen with elbows as long as they stay with open shoulders. When you get above the shoulder, you can really hurt somebody. Yeah, so like with, with Jordan... Jordan got you threw the ball at Jordan. What 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 he said to you when he got in your face? Because you wasn't scared. Like he was ready to get down. <laughs> nah, I squared up. I was getting ready to light him up. Like, yeah. I thought about my career. Like, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll still be suspended today. Well, Oak said after that. <laughs> Did you know that's Oak boy? We, uh, we went in the locker room. I got kicked out that game, and we went. They came in the locker room, and Jeff put on the tape of what happened. And so this is what he gets away with. We can't let people get away with stuff like this. Chris did the right thing. He protected himself. And we all got to start doing that. So we, he put the tape on and kept rewinding and rewinding it. And Jeff was like, you know, we can't let people do this. We got to, you know, be the ones initiating and start hitting. I was already on that. <laughs> <laughs> you was with the business. And then after the game, they had true facts. They had a, I can't this dude named Wes. And uh, it was Wes, one of Chicago's finest. It was Wes, Scotty, and uh, Tiger Woods in the back. Okay. And so they all stepped. So I come up to me and Scotty, you know, pretty tight. So we talking. And they done made a bet that when MJ come out, I'm going to shake his hand. Out the locker room. So I look like, man, I'm going to play me like that. Like, I'm just, man, I and So he came out the locker room. Try to come up to me and shake my hand. I walked away and said, I see you in the garden, don't you? And they all look like, this boy here crazy for real. I ain't crazy, but you can't play me like that. You know, when you, you wear red, I wear I wear blue. All right, right. I see, I see you in the garden. And so from then on, then he tried to lie and said, and I, I hit him with a cheek shot. Anybody know? That played against me, played with me. They ain't never used the word dirty when it comes to how I play. Okay. Never. You don't seem like that type of dirty player. You never, I never I remember nah, hearing I that. I, I play hard and I play within the room. Okay. So whatever he was talking about, that was game. And I wasn't about to play that, so... Uh, <laughs> you know, Jordan the gambler, so he really just wanted the money. He probably put a bet that he would get the handshake. <laughs> I got $10,000. <laughs> I got $10,000. Trust me, I'm winning. I got $10,000. That, that caliber, because it brought out the best man, was tough. Because you can't stop that. Like, you know, you can do is try to limit his uh, areas that he used to operate in. So I just try to play this physical as possible. That's okay. every 
Was was he one of the hardest players to guard? Oh yeah, he, he, he's. I would put him I, honestly, and I know people know like Chris Tripp. I would put him too on my top five players to guard because AI was the toughest. Yeah. They, changed, they changed the rules. You couldn't hand check. Okay. So when playing against Jordan, you could hand check. So I can be a little more physical. You couldn't do that with AI. Okay. And, and AI was spit fast. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was it was a handful, man. So so who's your top five then? So you gave us AI, Jordan, Jordan you got three more. Uh my two of my own boys, most underrated players ever played the game, Ron Strickland. Ooh, New York. Rod was crazy. Kyrie Irving's godfather. Big facts. Ooh. I've heard the name in a minute. That kid, man, I'm telling you. Crazy, crazy, crazy game. And then my fifth would probably have to be. I'm going to have to go. Because I had to guard tools. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with uh, Mitch Richard. All right. All right. Six, five, two, twenty. Strong as hell. Strong as ox. I was like, yo, know, I'm gonna get. And I probably went out that night, so I was like, I'm gonna follow this dude six times. I'm going to the locker. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel like banging with him that night. <laughs> oh man, Terrell Brandon. I haven't heard that name in a minute. Shout out to Terrell Brandon, Mitch Richmond, Rod Strickland. Credit he deserved, man. Terrell was ridiculous. He had, the, he had the herky jerky. Okay. Okay. The yo yo. Yeah, that, that, that change in speeds and turning and, and twisting. And then he had long arms, big hands. To so Rod, it was crazy. But yeah, <laughs> him and Rod don't get the credit they deserve. Who? was serious. All right. Who are the, um, your players, your teammates, your top five teammates that you like to play with? Like? Yeah. Like, oh man, I gotta go with my boy Oak, man. That's my partner. Charles Oakley? You got any funny stories about Oak? <laughs> uh-huh. You got any funny stories about Oak? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, got, I, get, I get to him. I get to him. Uh, Oak, uh, John, Stubbs. Stubbs. Uh, Vince Carter. Okay. Vince, nice. Carter. He's still playing. Shout out Vince. Alvin yeah, Williams over there. We we got along real good. Uh, and then probably uh, LJ. Larry Jones. Yeah, those guys are uh, unselfish. So uh, I enjoy playing with those guys being unselfish. But to, to, to piggyback on. Ugly. I remember, uh, I think we was, we were still with New York. No, I'm sorry, we were with Toronto. All right. And it was just, you know, looking at getting into it with uh, Tyrone Williams. Tyrone Williams, I think it's Tyrone. No, it ain't Tyrone Williams. Uh, Tyrone, he's coming. Uh, Eagle. Eagle. Tyrone Hill. Tyrone Hill. Oh, I didn't want to say that. Yeah, I didn't really. <laughs> 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 I just feel that was Yo, Chris Shaw, he can't be calling Tyrone Hill Eagle, man. Yo, that shit's gonna stick. That's over. You gonna get his black ball, man. 
just couldn't remember the name, but uh, it was, you know, rumor that he owed her some money. So, oh, it's the slap, right? Right, but it was stuff before the, the, the slap. No, he slapped Charles Barkley. I was there. Okay. Ooh, he slapped Charles Barkley? Yeah, he I slapped him. For that one, but he was there. This one right here, he owed. So we, we used to work out in Atlanta. It was something like jail. What you supposed to do? <laughs> you stand up for your teammates. Yeah. What you need? Nah, man. Somebody throw a ball at my head. It's going to be an MMA match. Oh, <laughs> shit. But that's just... And we knew we were going to beat them that night because nobody steps, hey, man, let's not do this. <laughs> Y'all took their heart. He took their heart. Took right then and there. I got another story to tell you. I ain't never really tell out people this story, but I want to put this one out there too after I tell you about the Oak. We appreciate and, uh, Charles Barkley. And you know, Oak and uh, Charles have been, Barkley have been talking crazy about Oak to Patrick. And Patrick told him, hey man, when I see Oak, I'm going to tell him what you said. <laughs> and uh, Charles Barkley said, I don't care what you tell him. So this is I don't care what you tell him. I think it was 97 and 99, we had a lockout. We had a meeting in uh, New York. And so they had the ballroom for us. And so everybody in the ballroom, the players, some most of the players showed up like 60 to 100 players. So we walk in and everybody's in there in the boat D line straight for uh, <laughs> Barbie. And Barbie put his hand on Shango's hand. All, all you can hear was an echo. <laughs> Oh. It was a hardest slap <laughs> So, you know, you mentioned this. Um, when you when, when you look at the media, Bobby always denies it. He ain't put his hands on me. He ain't put his hands on me. He ain't been so furnished and moving. He ain't touched me. <laughs> 
knocked him out of the draw. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that. Oh, <laughs> man. So Barkley just looked at him? Nah, you know guys get, you know, break, oh, yeah. break it up. But if you really want to get something. Like really he's, yeah. Something. Charles Barkley talks all the time. Those was dudes. He always talks about dudes. Just, oh, yeah. They just, they just, they, they're lovers, not fighters. He yeah. talks to a lover. Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. Because if a guy really want to get a guy, you can get a guy. Yeah. So a lot of guys want, want it to be broke up. I hear that. They Hold me back. back. But nobody really wants to get busy. Yeah. That's cool too. If that's not what you do, I, I, I mean, I'm not saying you should fight, but I just don't believe that you should just get so, taken advantage of and get chumped out there. That's I don't subscribe to that. Yeah, yeah, it's not right. No, you have to, you know. If, and once the Knicks get back to that, like coming into my gym, mm-hmm. not tonight, not tonight. No, you ain't gonna have highlights and breaking records and you know, your sworn. Nah, not right. Yeah, I, th- I think, I, I hope DSJ and Mitch, I think they got that fire in them to get to, you know what I mean, to put that stamp down, like not here tonight, not around us, not to us. Right, because Tisdale comes from that environment because he was there in Miami. Okay. So he, he comes from that environment, but the coach can only do so much. He did the game plan. The players got to put it together on the court. Right. Absolutely. I got, I got, I got another story for y'all. Have to do, it has to do with the Knicks. Okay. Yeah. We played, um, we was playing Charlotte in the playoffs. Okay. And before every game, when we come out the locker room, we get ready to go out to the court, start the game. I was the one to hype us up with the DMX, where my dogs at. You know, I get them fired up. So we come out and. The visiting locker room was down the hall. And so Charlotte comes out, they get in their group, and they get ready to do their rant and get hyped. And these dudes start singing R. Kelly, I Believe I Can Fly. Wow, wow. I looked at her, I, I said, yo, we getting ready to sweep these kids. <laughs> they, they singing I Believe I Can Fly. And I'm singing, I'm barking like damn good. <laughs> 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 and we hype, man. We go out there and sweep them cats, man. I told Glenn Rice because uh, he came to New York after that, and I said, man, we're, we're no way y'all's gonna beat us singing "I Believe I Can Fly." Yeah, it was better singing "A Woman's Threat." Or waiting to exhale the song. Something more fiery than that, right? <laughs> yeah, they had to come with something, but "I Believe I Can Fly" was the song. So that season was the uh the ninety eight ninety nine season. That's the year I went to the finals. How tell me about that season? Like the highlights besides going to the um to the finals. Like what was that whole season about? Like the chemistry, the team was y'all all getting along. Like was everything flowing? It was a it was an amazing season, but it was an up and down season because we started off slow. Yeah, I know. It was a lockout season, yeah, right? It was a lockout season. Yeah. They was, they, remember they was the seventh seed in the uh, eighth, 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 eighth. Ninety-nine. Yeah. Yeah, we couldn't get, that was uh, the 50-game season, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went to the finals. Yeah, so we we got off to a slow start, you know. Psychologically, 
you're not preparing mentally to play 50 games, so which we should have been able to because we were a veteran team. But uh, we got all slow, and I think we ended up winning like the last, I think we went like 15 and 5 last 20 games to even get the eighth seed. Mm. And so our mentality was if we get in, we can cause damage. So once we got in, <laughs> it was like, okay, now let's, let's go to work. And everything just came together, man. You know, the basketball guys were on our side. We got some lucky breaks uh, here and there. Uh, Allen hitting that. I, think it was, I don't know if that was your Allen hit that runner in Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was the same year that's the, that started off. I think that was the first round. Yeah, so, yeah, the, yeah, the basketball guys were on our side that year. And then, you know, we unfortunately, Patrick was hurt. He got hurt. And uh, we had to go up against the Twin Towers. Yeah. Uh, A young Duncan. A young Duncan. Yeah, and, and, and. I think it would have been crazy. Ewan and Camby at the same time, that, that series would have been crazy if Ewan was healthy. Yeah. Right. We would have been able to, because that would have moved. Uh, LJ to the three. Right. And he regarded uh, Sean Elliott. Yeah. Guys, so Sean couldn't guard him, LJ. You had to guard Sean Elliott that year, right? What I mean? Sean Elliott like six seven, right? Yeah. Shit. Sean Elliott six seven six, but he was he was you know he wasn't a physical. Yeah, he was skinny. You know, he was a, he was a three. Yeah. You know, and LJ was a four, but he plays you know three fours at times, so we would have been able to put. LJ uh, on the block against Sean ever made him double team uh, LJ then we would have had the shooters me, Shree, Allen, Charlie uh, been able to you know spread them out more so uh, but you know that, those weren't the cards that was dealt to us do y'all still a better team. do y'all still um, hang out with each other occasionally that same squad I mean honestly I haven't you know, I used to. Yeah. Uh, we had a golf tournaments and stuff, but a lot of those guys I haven't seen. It's been probably since '06. No, something. Nah, something. we need a reunion for that. Yeah. We need that yeah. team. Yeah. That was the last time I went to the you finals. Know, you know, I talked to Oak all the time, and uh, I talked to John. I talked to uh, Steve Mills. Nice, and, uh, nice. You know, I talked to those guys on occasions, but. You know, nah, nah, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of stuff going on that I, I, I won't reveal uh, within, you know. The brotherhood, yeah, keep it within the society. Huh? Keep it within the NBA brotherhood. We outsiders. Yeah, it's, it's just, you know, <laughs> some stuff that's going on, the stuff that happened with Oak. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, I, I, I read about that, and you. I remember I read an article, and I think you said something like, "If you was there, you would have went to, uh, you would have got kicked out with him." Of course, that's my teammate. Yeah. And, uh, I, 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 to this I stand day. By that. <laughs> I stand by that, and I don't think the the organization uh, appreciated or didn't understand what I was trying to say. Yeah. I wasn't saying anything that any other player wouldn't say that any other commentator didn't say right that's my teammate so my initial reaction would be to go and help my team yeah y'all went to y'all went to battle together you know what i'm saying always hold his back he should be yeah right literally like basketball stuff we could do and all that but off the court that's my boy all right i'm a i'm a rider with him no matter what good bad or indifferent 
know, people who know him, they really know him, knowing that this dude that gave his all to not just the Knicks, but to the city of New York. Yeah, Oakley's like part of the the, the popular uh, NBA players. He was he was an NBA jock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, what, he, what he what he said he's gonna do, he did. Okay. He, his word, like you say, his words born. His words born. Word is born, That's son. What's up. That's what's up. This is what it is. What you see is what you get. He wasn't gonna sugarcoat. He wasn't gonna bullshit with me. That's how it goes down. That's why. So, you- I'm just like, man, how you treat? God gave me this law like that. That's how I've seen people grab him up. I have to went down there and try to intervene. You know, he going to jail with him or get kicked out. All right. Yeah. That's so big. Do you, do you, um, the, you know, your world famous, your world famous two piece. Do you still, when you see Kobe, just have you ever like spoke about that? Has he ever like brought that up to you? Like, you know. Conversation topics, whatever. But I used to look at it when I was. Huh? I was. I was saying I used to look at it when I was in uh, junior high with my friends. Because when I grew up, he wasn't my favorite player. I'm from New York. Yeah, we're New Yorkers. Yeah, I'm, I don't really fool, fool with. Like I, I respect his game. Can't deny his game is his game is right. Kobe game is Kobe's game. Can't if you, if you don't if you don't fool with Kobe game, you're just a hater or you don't know basketball. You know, I was one of the two. But right. we used to laugh at that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like when you see him after, like the, have you seen him after? Like like and he and he like brought it up or Nah man, it was it was it was nothing that was to, nothing to be talked about. Okay. It was it happened. I warned him to to not throw elbows. Yeah. And he didn't take heed. So You had you you had to teach that young boy some act right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm already had to make a song fast, so <laughs> I have to, you know, do what I do, but I mean, like I said, phenomenal player. He is, uh, great one, player. One of the greats, um, I know this, you know, what I did, and, and I know Gabriel, like I said, it's just a conversation piece. Yeah. But, um, as years went on, he played again, nothing ever happened, it was some... He didn't give you 50? He ain't trying to give me 50? Nah, nah. I mean, he probably tried. Probably tried. If you got that on your mind, (laughs) then you're not going to play your game. All right. Okay. See what I'm saying? If you're thinking about revenge and getting back, then it's taken away from the concept. But it uh, it was some people, I'll just say this, I ain't going to name no names, even though I didn't play with these guys or I don't own nothing. But there were some guys on that team that came to me and told me to hit him again, and they had paid the fine. Oh, shit. Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, shit. You said, he said Shaq. I'm going to say Rick Fox. Rick Fox seemed like the type of nigga. Shaq, baby. It wasn't, it wasn't pretty, Tony. <laughs> nah, it wasn't pretty, Tony. But I... Big Diesel. <laughs> 
If anything, I mean, Kobe had to think you gave you gave Kobe. I mean, the, the number one lesson: keep your hands up. You gonna do Woo. you gonna do stuff like that. You made Kobe go. I mean, that's where I, that's where I was. I come from. Like, if you walk up on somebody, first of all, so I, I would have thought that he would have chin checked me first because I gave him the little nudge with the headbutt. Okay. He yeah. Took off on me. Yeah. You know, because somebody headbutt me, I'm taking off on that. Yeah. So, I mean, I that's what I expect. So when he did. You can see how get the bottom look like, oh, okay. Mm. Do you think, um, I, I don't, I don't want to say the word black wall, but do you, what do you think about what the situation with Melo right now getting back into the league? Because, like, I, I really wanted the Knicks to sign him. It don't look like they're going to do it. But, like, what do, you, what do you think about that? It's sad. You know, it's sad that a player that gave, you know, his everything to the sport and can still play that can still get you buckets when you need buckets this game is all about all this statistic and that uh, other crap they talking about the uh, analytics bullshit <laughs> if you can put the ball in the basket that's all that matters that's the, that's the... if you can put the ball in the basket that's over so all the analytics stuff is that's just like you said, it's bullshit. That know the person that owns the team, or that's a GM. That he probably was a uh, dude that was in the basement uh, putting together game film. <laughs> you know what I mean? I Looking at Moneyball. I, I don't believe in the analytics stuff because analytics had nothing to do with Kawhi coming over from San Antonio and helping. Toronto win a championship. They had to do with coaching Tutelage and him understanding the game of basketball. And Kevin Durant getting injured. Don't forget about that. But <laughs> yeah, forget about what? Kevin, forget about Kevin Durant getting injured. Right, right. Yeah, KD got hurt. But yeah, they still had Curry, Thompson, and Green. Yeah. Yeah. So KD would have, you know, canceled, you know, whatever Kawhi was doing. Mm-hmm. But it's but it's still what did analytics have anything to do with him helping Toronto win? No. Nope. And he brought up the finals. To me, he dude, how the hell did the Raptors beat the 76ers? That team, you know what I mean? They were supposed to be back and forth with Celtics. That's what that's what everybody was expecting them to be facing the Celtics well, in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, but they were young. They burnt out too by the time they got to them. They had Butler, but I thought they played them too long, uh uh, I don't think he's, he was in the, you know, physically in the best thing that he needs to be in to compete at that level. Joel Embiid? Uh, yeah, Embiid. Okay. And then, uh, uh, Ben, you know, his game uh, has to improve every year. Every year you're supposed to bring something to the game because all they did was stay in the paint. Yeah, right. You know, they played him like people used to play Avery Johnson and Mark Wade back in the day. Yeah. Just standing in the paint. So to be 6'8 and then not be effective, that effective on the offense, and then uh, that was a detriment to them because if I, if I can't shoot the ball consistently from the outside, you can believe that I'm going to go down to the post and put them in the blender. Yeah. Right. But. 
together, but you know you're really like seven feet. You see him next to uh Joel and B about the same height. <laughs> ben Simmons. He's like seven feet. He, got right. he looked about 6'11 and a half. Because when you see him next to Joel Embiid, he's about the same height. The only thing so I see an Afro. Embiid ain't really a true seven-footer. Though. I thought he was supposed to be seven two. That's seven. what they say, but every, I mean, seven two say everybody gives himself an extra inch. Okay. Okay. Inch. All right. In, in the NBA, you know, just he looks good on their resume. Okay. So how tall are you really? 6'1"? Six two and a half. All right, got Bunch you. With it. With it. All right, seven uh, foot heart. Seven footer heart. <laughs> <laughs> this was a good interview. Yo, we want to, Chris. We want to thank you again, man, for for doing this for us, bro. Yo, OG. No problem. Thank you. I really appreciate this. Uh, thank you for responding, even if Peace you just said no. Peace to the God. Even if you would have said no, the fact that you responded means a lot to me. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, I just, you know, like I said, I, I'm new to I call it cyber thugging. You call it crazy. I call it cyber thugging. That too. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. But, I, you know, that's just what the world we live in. Cyber thugging is not scary. So, <laughs> it makes me laugh. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm, I can, you know, I'm just you guys, man. And, uh, you know, it's, it's something positive. So, I don't have a problem you know, getting down to it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. You know, I wish you nothing but the best and success with your coaching and, and, and training. Yeah, anything you do, we'll, we'll definitely promote that yeah, shit. Yeah, you, you like, No, we don't. We have a small platform, but you know, whatever promotions, promotion. Right, right. Well, whenever, as soon as I put it all together, this in the final phase, I'll, I'll make sure to reach out. All right. Yeah, definitely. All right. All right, fellas. All right, thank All you right, once salute. again. Yes, salute. All right, man. One love, man. Peace. Peace. Oh, my God, that was great. Yo, we're going to do a real wrap-up in a second, but we just, yo, we just had Chris Charles, y'all. Chris Charles. That was fucking lit. We're lit. <laughs> you a fucking legend. Yo, I we got some good stories out of him, too. Yeah, man. Like that. Shit was like, That's gold. Pink cookies exclusive. Pink cookies exclusive. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yo, as always, you already know, it's your homeboy, John Shaw. I'm with my homeboy, Amen. Crushing shit. It says Pink Cookies. Two pieces of shit. What do you call that? Two pieces? The child's play. The child's play. Yo, it's crazy because that's the Chucky shit. That's why I make it. Yo, child's play. He's going to get a child's play. Hopefully, he's not sold out. Touch. <laughs>